Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of Nitty's Knocker. Today on Nitty's Knocker, we will be talking about 2017 New Year resolutions, of course. Why not? Campus Love CEO is here to talk about how he has got the juice with Whitney Young, girls basketball team, and designing their uniforms. Luna Day is here to spice it up. And we're also going to talk about how you got to have a new year, be the same you, and have bigger goals. So excited for today's show, guys. Like, this is, like, super, super awesome. Welcome to the show, guys. Like, I can't believe that I actually have, like, my old high school friends here with my my college friends here, you know. It's a really, really big deal, and I'm really excited for all of it. Um, but I do want to start off with a PSA. Um, in honor of the new AMFM space in Pilsen and the generous support of the community, AMFM Magazine is throwing a huge thank you and grand opening party featuring performances from some of their favorites throughout the night, a visual tribute to the AMFM journey, food, drinks, and as always, those good AMFM vibes. It's not a pop-up. It's a rooted and real space for AMFM Magazine. So come and kick it in their new space and check out the new gallery, co-work space, and shop area all in one January 7th, 7 p.m., 2151 West 21st Street, right in the gym of Pilsen. Now, say hello, guys. What up? <laughs> okay, everybody, okay, what I want everybody to do is do their own introduction. I mean, of course, I have my little introduction of how I like to be all corny and cute and introduce people, but I want y'all to do it. Introduce yourselves. I'll go first. Yeah, my name is Luna Day. I am singer-songwriter um, based in Chicago. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis, SCL all day. <laughs> and my name is Steph. I'm the owner, creator of Campus Love, LXI 550, and local businessman uh, back in Chicago. Welcome back. It's so good to have good people around me. Oh, my God, a flash just happened, and it stressed me out. No flash. <laughs> okay, so I do want to start off talking about the highlights of 2016. For me, I would say highlights were um, my radio show, getting its own AMF, AM feed, possibly FM coming soon. Mm. Um, my subscribers reaching over 5,000 views per show. Nice. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, <laughs> learning how to bartend was a very, very big highlight for me because now I can make a lot of money mm-hmm. bartending, you know, on the side. Um, yeah, those are just like a few of my highlights. Mm-hmm. What about you, Luna? Um, well, I can't. I can't really. Where do I start? Um, beginning of 2016, Jay Dilla tribute uh, with some of my favorite friends and now friends and homies who are doing a thing in music right now. Um, working with some incredible people, songwriting, getting in the studio. What else? Uh, Moving, I moved into a new place this year. I don't know if that's feng shui. Yeah, it's very feng shui. Oh, it's congrats. a beautiful place. <laughs> Can I come eat? Yeah. Are you gonna cook? I cook all the time. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just like come to on eat. Over. So, like, I always make too much food anyway. Seafood. Yeah, I can make seafood. Okay, so, salmon. Uh huh. Okay. Can, can I sign up for that too? 
Hey, that's up to Luna. I oh, mean, come on. Just, everybody, come on, just come on. So, uh, like dinner date, uh, potluck at Luna. No, no potluck. <laughs> we gonna, we just gonna eat Luna's good old southern. Bring the groceries. I'll cook it. Cool, that works. I should have brought the shrimp. I just bought shrimp to cook at home. <laughs> um, what else? Um, 2016. Um, life, man. just life. A lot happened. I can't even pinpoint. Well, you did do some performances in New York, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk more about that in a little bit. I forget that, girl. (laughs) Because I mean, you have had a very amazing year as a musician, but we'll 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 fill them in on that in a little bit. Mm -hmm. Steph, what about you? Go ahead. First of all, do your introduction. Did you do your introduction? I I did. I did. Okay. (laughs) Damn, shows you that I'm not paying attention to too much of anything right now. My head is in the clouds. But what are some of your highlights for the year? So many. There's so much that happened in 2016. Even on the positive side, I would say, man, so many things. I don't know. Music, for sure, since we're on the radio, I want to talk about some of the great albums. Tribe Called Quest dropped an amazing sleeper album. I'm going to throw that out there. Yes. Uh, definitely. Of course, <laughs> J. Cole, The Obvious, dropped some great music this year. Um, and I, get, I think The Stretch, I'm going to secretly say, I like Kanye's album. It was decent to me. It was good because Chance wrote like, Half the album, or assisted How with, you that, know. How true is that? I, I would say assisted with, not <laughs> not not wrote the entire thing, but he was definitely a big influence. Uh, on that Frank Ocean. Oh, of course, he's like the gold. I'm so sorry. How did I forget that? That's like borderline disrespectful. That let's let's good. hope he's not listening. You know, <laughs> listening in here, and you dog him out. If you want to call Frank, the number is three one two nine eight five seven eight three four. You know. I got the gear for you, Frank. But what are you guys expecting for 2017? What's some some things we can look forward to? Hmm. Uh, new president. <laughs> I'm gonna wish the best for him, though. <laughs> you know, because nobody. This man is our president. At the end of the day, we this is who is in office. Mm-hmm. So to continue to hate him and wish bad things on him means we're wishing bad things on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we have to support him and, and, and try to build him into a better-thinking young man. We can try. We need to deactivate his Twitter, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> perfect. You found the perfect use for the bell. Thank you, Luna. <laughs> but, yeah, we that man can definitely um, use some assistance, you know. Um, oh, on a, on a lighter note, um, we can look forward to some performances by Frank Ocean. Finally. <laughs> It's been <laughs> been quite some time. It's been a minute. And it's like, it, it happened kind of like after that note. You know, mm-hmm. when he wrote that, like, open letter. And then he kind of just took a chill pill on everything, you know, disappeared and kept making us think he was going to have, like, that Aaliyah thing he did was really cool. And I was like, oh, my God, Frank's back. But, you know, he wasn't back. <laughs> kind of broke my heart. But, um... I will say another thing to expect is more art shows, more art and music shows for sure. Art, music, fashion, and corporations. Especially in Chicago. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's it's so much talent here, but it's so separated that you can't even pinpoint, you know, who's doing what because it's in different circles. So my goal for 2017 is just incorporating those circles into one little family of like. Homogenized. Yeah. What's that? Say it again. Homogenize. Homogenize. New words, guys. How you spell it? H O M O G 
G E N I Z E. It's lit. Homogenize. I missed the whole button. <laughs> See, I have to learn how to use a bell, obviously. It's just the finger. It's all in the finger. Um, but when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about top musicians, top musicians, top visual artists, and top fashion icons. Um, you know, everyone's personal opinions on that. But until we get into some fun stuff, we're going to go ahead and play Studio Love by Shai Tulani right here on Nitty's Knocker. <laughs> Blessings to you all. 
For the rest of your days, it's a uh, something. How's it go? It's a problem-free philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Were you Timon or Puma? I was definitely Timon. Yeah, but Timon was also that person who would repeat what Puma had already said. Like, I got the idea, but he's like, I just said that. <laughs> like, you know, that just came out of out of my head, but. Who would you say, um, music-wise, um, within the underground scene, not even just Chicago's underground scene, as far as music, has been the most impactful in 2017? 2016. Ooh. In 2016. 2016. In the Chicago scene? No, and it doesn't even matter. It doesn't have to be a Chicago scene. Even though Chicago has definitely been glowing up. Yeah. Like, 2016 was a huge year. Glow up is real. So maybe yeah, let's let's keep it let's keep it shy. Yeah, uh, Chicago wise, Jamila. Definitely, Jamila glowed up. Black Girl Anthem album for help us all. Mm-hmm. Um, Chance for sure. Yeah, Chance literally was just like. For sure. <laughs> I, I talk about Chance every week because it's just like he always comes with something different, something new, something. It's almost inevitable. He's like um um uh what do they call omnip. Omnipotent. Mm-hmm. He's like Beyonce. You he, think about Beyonce at least once a day. You're you're right. You're right. You, <laughs> this is very true. I think about and I like I, I shed tears. You know, it's like oh my god, I know him. He he recorded twenty two offs in my apartment. You know, I, I hold on to that. I, that's a real glorious little piece for me. Like yeah, I, you know, look at the video. That's my couch. You know, but um, he's definitely you know those are definitely two artists that have glowed up. Saba. Um, as well as, I mean, as well as Luna, I mean, your music has truly taken off from, from when we were in college to where everybody is now. Like I've seen such a change, you know, Mm -hmm. with you and Shanae and like, you know, everybody's just doing like such powerful things with their music, like performing in New York. But like I said, we'll talk about that later. Um, what about visual artists? Mm. See, that's hard because a lot of people aren't hip to the visual artists that are around right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Bro, for sure, is on the map. Um, he's I'm, performing in Hawaii soon. Really? Yeah, he's doing an art show in Hawaii. That's super wow. dope. Yeah, and I saw that and I was like, man, you know, it's good to see more artists having art tours. Um Kind of mm-hmm. like the one I did in um, February with Distorted. Oh, that was a big feat for me. Um holding a an event for a visual artist from Philadelphia. Um, she came to Chicago as a part of her art tour, and she went to, like, ten more cities. Mm-hmm. Um, she performed at a lot. She literally grew up from nothing to something. Shouts out to Yusuf um, for managing her art tour. Yeah. Um, he gave her a lot of really good benefits. So I would say Brandon Bro uh, from you know, from Chicago and what I'm seeing with him. Um, they're these twins from New Jersey called the Vera Art Twins who are, are really awesome as well. And then uh, Distorted, you know, I've seen her. I love her work, you know. Uh, she's also dating um, Made in Tokyo, and they have a baby on the way, so congrats to that. Super awesome. And as far as fashion, mm-hmm. 
Steph, what do you think? Because you you you're kind of in the in the scene of fashion. You have more of the sports apparel type of fashion, but what do you think? Just in terms of Chicago fashion or fashion in general, you your choice. About music, I was thinking about music. Your right? choice. This is a all. This is a free fall in this show. We talk about everything. Well, can I go back to music? Because I was really yeah, for like, sure. Like, Chicago music. You had me really thinking. I had so many artists, just small, like from larger to smaller. Of course, Vic Mensa doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um, I think some undiscovered artists out there for sure too. Like some, uh, I think Kami. Is going to be huge this year. Definitely. Yeah. I can Sleep, see that. Huge sleeper. Joey Perp, huge sleeper. Uh, another guy I've heard of, Keith Ali, got a project on the way. If you heard about him, definitely look into him. He's got something on the way for sure. Uh, he has yeah, been he, working very hard and very silently. I always get, like, little snippets sent to me from him or from his camp, you know, uh, Rosar is also doing really well. Um, this is someone I went to high school with. He just sent me his beat tape that he dropped. Um, really? yeah, it's yeah. called Sub Zero, and it is on iTunes. So I'll put the link on my Nitty's Knocker page, um, so that everybody can get a part of that. But we're gonna go ahead and go into uh, some more music until. Until we can talk more about music, because I really wanted to talk about fashion, but you over here talking about like more music, and I'm like, dang, like I wanted to talk about fashion, and I, I wanted to hear you say my fashion, I'm doing good, you know, it's okay to gloat a little bit, you know. I'm sorry, it's all good. I'm just messing with you, but in honor of um, some guests that I had on the show a little while ago, um, the last members they dropped their album. On December 31st, and it is called We Own the Night, and this is a song off of their, they're from St. Louis as well. Nice. Luna, and um, this is their song called For Something by the last members right here on Ladies Knocker. Uh, 
Yeah. This is what you play when models drop. Hoes be shaking, all them dollars fly. Uh. They be trying to testify. This is what you play when dollars high. This is what you play when you gon' ride. Welcome back to the show. I had a bit of a glitch. My finger twitched. That rhymes. I'm a low-key rapper with the chimes. Oh! (laughs) Don't ever buy my album. (laughs) But that, once again, was for some by the last members. Shouts out to y'all for dropping your album. Um, It's been a long-awaited project. I think about you know, two years or so, they've been waiting to drop the right project. So I'm super proud of them. Um, I do want to talk about some more about in, in the entertainment. This was like some good news because everybody likes to make money, right? You know, we work in these jobs trying to live our artist dreams and whatnot. Yeah. But you got to work a nine to five sometimes, you know, and it sucks or whatever. Yeah. But a minimum wage increase is supposed to take place across the country. Which can be, I mean, it can be good and it can be bad because of inflation and stuff like that. But, I mean, for me, because I'm not, like, balling rich, I'll take a pay pay raise. Like, mm-hmm. give me $12 an hour for, like, some plus tips. Yeah. Twelve, that's too much. But, I mean, <laughs> sometimes it's okay to be greedy. But I thought that was a really cool piece of news that I saw. You know, everybody was always worried about how they're going to make their next dollar. Yeah. But... They hopefully I wonder if this is Trump's doing. I mean, I just hope that it is a um, good thing in actuality and not just a cover up for a good thing. You know, like, yeah, minimum wage is, you know, higher, but it's the cost of living going to equal out. I hope so. That's what I was wondering, too, because even with like the increase that they have now and it's like 1050 an hour. Or something like that. Yeah. Like, what happens to everything else around you? I mean, everything else has to go up. That's still not enough. $10 an hour still isn't enough. I don't think so, girl. No. I got big dreams. 
<laughs> I be needing that bread. I'm I'm trying to go on a trip. I need the money. I, I need money. Want, I just want some boots. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But one thing I learned too about Uggs, which is really cool, you can buy a pair of Uggs and send them, take them back every year. Wow. You have one year to return them and be like, oh, they weren't didn't keep my feet warm enough. I want another pair. They outdid themselves because they definitely don't have grips. I've seen way too many people slip and fall with some Ugg boots on. True. <laughs> okay. And then um yeah, I say do that. And that's that to me that's a twenty <laughs> that's a twenty seventeen survival tip, you know. Make mm-hmm. sure you get you a pair of Uggs. Take them back the day before that one year mark. Get you a new pair of Uggs. Every year you can be fresh. They ain't got nothing to worry about, you know? Yeah. But uh speaking of twenty seventeen survival tips, I was on Twitter, of course, that's my favorite place to get anything. Mm-hmm. Um there were 2017 survival tips as a hashtag. So some of them, one of them was don't think about 2016. What'd you think about that? Hmm. I like 2016. It wasn't, it was weird, but it wasn't bad. I mean, it made, it, it made us. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. It definitely did. It definitely put you in, gave you a new perspective on things. That's what I would say 2016 was good for it is perspective you know you have to change your mindset to make something better mm-hmm. i think so um then another one which i liked it was ask yourself what would kanye do then do the opposite that's no, a don't, 2017 don't do kanye like that, okay? don't do kanye like i'm not gonna let y'all slander kanye but would you do what kanye does though honestly i mean you know would you do what his publicist did what did it? Oh, somebody's got the tea. No, I don't have any tea. I'm just trying to be a conspiracist. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun too. That's fun too. Um, I'm not the best at conspiracy theories, but I'm always down to listen to them. You know. I mean, Kanye didn't do nothing. I mean, he did. He ran his mouth a little too much, but don't we all? We all do. So you would do the opposite, right? It's not necessarily slandering. I don't think it's slandering. It's just saying, you know, look at Kanye and what, like, believe in him, you know, but just don't do it, you know, <laughs> do something different. But what would he do? WWKD. What would Kanye do? Also, uh, it was told to me what WWKD, using my sister's name, um, what would Christian do? Because I'm really hot headed a lot of the time and my sister's very passive. Mm-hmm. And it was like Serenity, WWKD. What would your sister do? I don't really care what she would do because I'm going to do the opposite. So that's why I like the Kanye tweet. I'm going to do the exact exact opposite of WWKD. Okay, but I see you. but anyway, 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 I like I go on tangents sometimes. Let's talk about this good news. And the good news is that Steph, the CEO of Campus Love, will be designing. The Whitney Young women's basketball team uniforms and jumpsuits. Round of applause, snaps, claps, chimes, all of that. How does that feel? How did that even come? Tell us a little bit more about Campus Love. Uh, Well, Campus Love is my brand. It's essentially a platform that's allowed me to show love and spread love throughout essentially the world now was the country at first, but we spread now global, see our world champs. And... uh, 
essentially I'll create a product for a collaborator with Whitney Young. That's mm-hmm. one of my biggest projects more recently because I got to do the uh, work on the jerseys and uh, be a part of that creation process. So shout out to Coach Corey Irvin over there, Whitney Young, and of course Mac Irvin, Mac Irvin Fire, all the family of Mac Irvin Fire. Shout out to y'all. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's pretty much campus love. I mean, I, I've had a lot of collaboration, a lot of notable college athletes uh, have been seen wearing my stuff. So Like? Uh, I'm nosy. Isaiah, spill the tea. <laughs> spill the tea. Uh, Isaiah Austin, 2014 NBA lottery pick. Um, man, I don't know. East Coast, West Coast. It's some Ohio State. Sam Thompson, Ohio State alum. Shout out Sam Thompson. Shout out Sam Thompson. I know him too, y'all. I know yeah, famous people. Definitely look up Sam Thompson <laughs> if you like to see people get dunked on. He does a lot of that. Uh, Amaya Stark. Shout out Amaya Stark. University of Illinois alum. Uh, just a couple of guys, Chicago guys um, that I've seen, that's been seen wearing my gear. Isaiah Austin down in Texas, um, just to name a few. How was it getting yourself to that point, though? You know, like going through the struggle of starting a brand and and wondering how it would do. Um, I mean, it's, it's honestly just been a blessing just to have any supporters at all. And um, to be honest, no matter how big the supporter, I treat everybody the same. And I think that's been a key to my brand's growth and the success is that no matter, you know, if a guy is a D1 athlete scoring 20 points a game or he's just a kid in the classroom that likes a, t- likes a good shirt, you know, I treat everybody with the same respect. And I think that's been huge. So I try to just continue to do that. That's what's up. Spread love. That's what's up. And it started as a – did it start as a women's line? Uh, so essentially, my whole burst into clothing started. Well, I mean, I, I can go way back, but in, since we were talking about Whitney Young, I took a graphic design class there. We had to sell the design. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember. Who was your teacher? Mr. Gorish. Shout out, Mr. <laughs> Gorish. If you went to Whitney Young, you know him. But um, the graphic design program there was pretty dope. We had a situation where if you had enough people that would buy your shirt design, they would pay to get the shirt printed for free. And um, I did that several times throughout his program. And uh, that was kind of like my entry into clothes. Uh, one of my homies, shout out Lusk, he uh, called it stuff wear. So that was like the <laughs> intro to me making clothes. And uh, when I went to college, I spread out, had people wearing it, athletes wearing it, and it's kind of just grown since then. How's your network? Because you started off with really good photo shoots. I was like, man, like he knows some really cool photographers. I need to get hip. How did you build your network of artists? Uh, to be honest, the biggest secret of that was is uh, I actually reached out to a lot of photographers in the area of Chicago first because, of course, I love my city and I try to support everybody here anytime they're doing something positive to push themselves. But um, I actually had a lot of trouble finding photographers in the beginning. I was doing a lot of the labor myself, producing the clothes, getting the clothes made myself. And um, when I would get the clothes finished, it was like, okay, well, who's going to do the pictures? Because I did the clothes. Right. And uh, I, I never forget one of my first shoots, the guy stood me up. It was pouring rain. I stayed all night to finish these shirts. And I was pissed at, at the – hold on. I was angry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was so angry. I was so angry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I was so angry. And um, the photographer that uh, stood me up, I basically – long story short, I basically got – got uh, reprimanded by the person I worked for at the time. They told me, you know, if you uh, want pictures so bad, you should learn to do it yourself. Hmm. And I ended up shooting the pictures myself very early on for a couple of years. And then um, from there, photographers loved the work that I was doing. And I was Swag. So you a low-key photographer, too. See, that's why I love millennials. We so talented. Mm-hmm. You can't just put us in one box ever. No, we'll make a house out of it. Yeah, <laughs> just give me some sticks and Band-Aids. Mm-hmm. 
I don't even need tape. Give me the Band-Aids. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. The real strong ones that's waterproof. But congratulations. I mean, that is a great feat. Um, if you all didn't know, Steph and I went to high school together. Um, I was in Gold House all day. Gold House represent. Everybody thought it was lame. I don't care. I thought Greenhouse was the lame house. But um, we can beg to differ on that. But. Yeah, Blue House, Green House, Red House, Gold House. Our, that our, was middle school for Yeah, we had a huge, it was, the school Red. was huge. And <laughs> yeah, everybody hung out. Red House is where everybody ate lunch at. That's where the first, oh, y'all remember that food fight? Oh. That was so lit. That was so lit. So amazing of a food fight. But like I said, I go on tangents all the time. But we went to high school together. So I always love to bring people on the show that I can personally see growing. You know, I watch silently. I pay attention to everybody. And when I see that time, from, in my opinion, to bring somebody uh, to my listeners or whoever I have supporting me, then it's always a really, really amazing feeling. So congratulations again, bro. That's, like, super awesome. Yeah. Um, so I really appreciate it. Shout out to you for doing your thing. This is a huge opportunity for me. I really appreciate you letting me come on your platform and share my story because I agree your, show, your story is just as powerful, if not more, to see everything you've gone through as well. I've been watching and watching your show grow and watching you build your audience and not just your audience but your own platform and your own brand. Look, we're going to have a kumbaya when this is over. I'm going to hold hands and sing songs. It's a good feeling. Like, But that's what it's all about. You know, it's, it's, it's seeing the next person grind and do their thing and, and still be able to come into a place and be happy together and have a good time and not think that you're, you know, anybody better or worse. You know, just be comfortable in where you are and continue to grow. Mm-hmm. But um, I do want to play a song. We're going to, when we get back, we are going to, um, play, we're going to play a couple of songs, uh, one by my friend Ego. It's a new release. Uh, it's called Who Is He? I've seen him grow as an artist, and it's beautiful to see where he's gone so far. And then we're going to play Jamila, LSD, with Chance. You know, it's it's necessary. And uh, then we're going we're gonna to have a good old time on the show. We're going to listen to some good music. So let's go ahead and get into Who Is He? by Ego, right here on Nitty Snacker. I do everything I want to do. Yeah. Hit everybody I wanna hit, go wherever I wanna go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you. Love. Love, love. Okay, one time for the city. Skip one time for my city. Cause they just eat the young as if it's lunchtime in the city. Hold up, you don't rep the city, huh? Now you sounding really dumb. Shorty from like Madison, baby. You not from the city, ma. Gang, I just sit back and watch everybody hate. Why the vultures coming through picking from everybody play? Ain't no favors, boy. I'm gonna be like everybody great. That's when everybody good. That's not everybody case. I see money coming. Go, but look at go. I'm still a real. Hey. Lost my chill. Hey. I still a tell you how I feel. Hey. Can't buck with deals. Hey. Keep your cars. I keep my cake. And my bestie is a safe. Can't trust what everybody say. Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocking. Who is he? I'm the one that been in everybody's stockings. I'm the one that step on everybody toes. Everybody chicks rock with everybody pros. Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocking. Who is he? Everybody chicks rock with everybody, bro. Hey, shorty, catch. 
catch me in Sotonis. I don't really like designer shoes, but I still buy designer just to say I got designer, dude. I ain't really that shallow, dude. Lil' bro told me stunt. I buy whatever we want. I done came up off a front. I am him for those who ask and mix talent with the passion. My fashion is thrashing. Glow be flashing. It's tragic how women acting like they been down for me. They won't buy me dinner. Other biddies fly to town for me. Yeah, Mr. Eat, I getting biddies to bust. When I'm on tour, we up around and hit your chick on the bus. It's lit on the bus. And I may hit your chick on the plane. It's Mr. Hussein, the bomb. We she give me a brain. Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocking. Who is he? I'm the one that been in everybody stocking. I'm the one that stepped on everybody toes. Hitting everybody chicks. Rock with everybody pros. Who is he? I'm the one that got like everybody rocking. Who is he? I'm the one I've been in everybody stocking. I'm the one that stepped on everybody toes. Hitting everybody chicks. Rock with everybody pros. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Uh-oh. We get some live singing. Not from me, of course, but. <laughs> Mace had on the classic Air Forces in that video, don't forget. <laughs> that was Luna, so you know, you know, oh, wait, with them what? vocals. Wait, no, what song? The, uh, welcome back by Mace. No, I'm <laughs> saying that was Luna, like, giving us them vocals on the mic. You know, it wasn't me. My voice can... Can throw you off sometimes but once again that was who is he by ego julio i want to play one more song before we get into more interview fun stuff and that is lsd by jamila woods right here on nitty snacker Doc. 
This year ain't for no spike op. But since I was one like a cyclops, I run up some stairs on a bike cop. I shake up some hands on the right block. Block club president, night watch. My niggas was real when the mic dropped. I put them in my wheel like a bike lock. I got family in Gary and STL. I got cousins in Milwaukee. I got family in Detroit and ATL. I got an auntie to still our weed. We the number one gentrified run inside. Give me my land and new shy tits perky. Facelift to make some spaces. Invest the rest in the number 25 next jersey. Grass is greener in Pasadena or Catalina bottle water. With an overlap between bullet holes and backpacks couldn't be father. And I'm supposed to father my daughter. But she the princess in the dragon's lair. I'm a dragon slayer. I can't fly away to some hideaway. I gotta find a way. what else can we do but move forward you know the budget boys are still playing on 87 the the cd man is still walking up and down 79 welcome back everybody that was lsd by jamila woods featuring chance the rapper Ah, ah. (laughs) (laughs) i'll be practicing i'll be trying to be baby chance but he got a lot of his inspiration from um eminem when Eminem was Slim Shady. Little known fact. Um, I was looking at some lyric or something where um, Slim Shady was talking about like acid raps and stuff like that. And it's kind of real similar to one of Chance's lines. And I was like, oh, wow, like that makes sense, you know, because Slim Shady did a lot of the the screams and random noises in his music and Chance kind of does the same thing. So, you know, it's pretty cool. But small uh, advertisement, Huggable Riot. It's proud to announce its first series of archive shows, Hug It Out, the best of Huggable Riot. Each month, the winter, each month this winter will have a brand new cast with a brand new director trying their hands at some of the best scenes we've ever put on stage. It's like a sexy fever dream to warm you up with laughter. Every Wednesday this January, join Jennifer Allman, Parker Bonello, Jack Hutsey, Ashley Lyston, Max Thomas, my homie, and Nati Via as they reimagine some of our favorite sketches from the last two years of Huggable Riot reviews. Directed by Mark Toriski with musical direction by Joey Katababulabu. I can't say your last name right. Oh, Wednesday, January 4th at 8 p.m. at Annoyance Theater and Bar. $10 online, $12 at the door. Tickets are on sale right now. Sorry, Joey. It's all love. But I do want to go ahead and introduce... Again, Luna Day! Hey, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? 
once again, Luna is here. She is a musician from the city of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, she's super earthy, super in tune with, um, I would say astrology in some sense. I guess. Um, especially <laughs> since seeing like with your poses though, in some of your art, I showed a few people, I showed this astrologist. She was supposed to join us, but uh, she wasn't able to. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, she looks like her moon sign is so-and-so, so-and-so. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, it would be cool if you came on the show with Luna. You know, her name is Luna, you know, does the moon stuff, you know. But she couldn't make it, so it's okay, you know. It's not a big deal. Um, but once again, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, Thank you for having me. I'm glad to have you. You've been my girl since since 2010? Yeah, freshman year. Yeah, Jesus. Two thousand ten. It's like when you start aging, and you're just like, "What is that?" But we were some little uglies in two thousand ten. Girl, who he's telling? We was. I was fast. Also, <laughs> I was at all the twenty one plus clubs in my little dress, getting on the train, freezing, trying to be cute. This was before Uber was popping, so you know everybody was on the trains, yeah. like heavy and the taxis. Yeah. Well, not really taxi. We was broke. I couldn't afford taxis at the time. But yeah. I had that U pass, you know. Uh, you get all over the city. <laughs> um, but what started your musical journey? Um, um, it happened growing up. My sister sang in choir throughout middle school and high school. And seeing her up there, you know, amongst like 30 other vocalist singing her part and holding it down for some reason that that really inspired me to really want to do that so I got into choir I started learning music I knew that I wanted to pursue music so I started um really being a musical scholar before I was a musical performer I grew up in the church too so I was always singing in the choir and praise and worship team um that was yeah that's where it all started and then I came to college and decided to come to Chicago I wanted to go to Berkeley and Boston, but it was too far for me, too expensive as well. So, I feel you. I ended up here, Columbia, Chicago. I feel you. NYU was on my map, but I got scared because <laughs> it was expensive, and I heard New York had a lot of rats, and I don't like rats. They do. And I would have been living in the slums because mm. it's expensive, and I don't like rats. <laughs> <laughs> but what was your first song or your first um hit that you would say regardless of age it could have been when you were five it could have been when you were 12 you know well I mean I went through a couple phases um with different local production companies you know like your mama friend like oh well I got this production company I want to put you on we got so 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 yeah and they bring in the rig with the the mic and everything and you record and you never see that song ever again so it's like sad face (laughs) that happened but I mean like my first actual hit um I mean that that would have had to be recent um black and white was something that I released earlier this year I think like February, maybe. Um, Last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In uh, 2016. And we four days in, girl. Three, it got me, three days in. <laughs> <laughs> it, gave me, it, it, it got some um, unexpected feedback to me. I mean, that's some pretty good feedback, though. 
Is that what kind of uh, skyrocketed your music career as far as, you know, because everybody, it was a good year for like glowing up in Chicago. Mm -hmm. So is that something that helped you get to the next level? I think it definitely propelled me in a direction that for me, musically and artistically made a lot more sense. And I mean, as an artist, you want to, you want to be recognized. You want your work to be recognized. If you don't, then I mean, to each its own. There are some artists that don't care if their art ever gets recognized. But for me, I have a message and I want it to be heard. So that really gave me the boost and the the self-validation I needed to keep producing and keep working on the music that is soon to come. Uh-oh. Expect it. Expect it in 2017. <laughs> so we're going to play... Um, Two songs by Luna. We're going to start off with um, Twice Flipped, and after we play Twice Flipped, we're going to come back and talk about it a little bit. Uh, so let's, yeah. you want to intro your song, baby girl? This song is um, by Luna Day, myself. It's called Twice Flipped. me out, why you, you had me fooled for reasons I can't figure out, why you like rolling with your windows down, you said your blood grew cold and that your front went south, we were alone and I needed your warmth with the ways about, getting about, you are worried, This is Nitty. Okay, email and JoJo on the bottom. I'm let you take it for you. For sure. Is this E-Man and JoJo? Guys, we are live with the hotheads right now. Welcome to Nitty's Knocker. 
can you guys you hear doing? me? How you doing? Okay, I just wanted to know if you guys could hear me. I know it can get a little yeah, confusing on Collins. How's life? How's music? That's good. Everything's great. It's really good right now. What are you guys working on? I know the Hotheads are are known for um, a really popular song that went viral on Twitter. Uh, you guys want to talk a little bit more about that? Uh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, basically, we just took over the internet on accident. Just freestyling, doing something that he didn't know was going to happen. He was just having fun. <laughs> and it just took off from yeah. there. Yeah. It was a really popular song. They were, like, snapping and, like, clapping and stuff like that. It was really cool, really fun. I'm going to put it on my Nitty's Knocker page for everybody to um, have some fun with. Um But what else has been going on with you guys? I know you guys were in... um Atlanta for A3C. Did you guys end up performing anywhere? Nah, we was chilling. We was chilling. We was out there. We was just peeking every day. What'd you say? Repeat that. It was mostly a networking trip. Oh, okay. It was a networking trip. Who are some of the, the coolest people you might have met while there? Um, who did? We met. Well, we met Dino, but we already knew him. Right. We 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 met four too. That was my first time meeting four. Yeah. Okay. But the main thing we really got was like DJs numbers. Right. And like club owners and stuff like that. Right. Just to get your music into rotation, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a whole new approach at it. Okay, so what's going on as far as new projects? There is a song that I'm going to be playing for you guys on the show. Um, I would like for you guys to give me a little more info on that song. It's called Right Now. What inspired this song? And what do you guys have coming after? Um, let's see. How did, how did Right Now get inspired? Um, yeah, I don't know. I made the beat. This is JoJo. JoJo made the beat. Jojo um, makes beats, guys. That's what... Out. Yeah, Jojo makes beats. Yeah. So I made it right now. And I was in my room. And I don't know. I was doing what I always do. And that was just one of the things that came out of my head. So I told you, man, about it. You were recording it. Turned out pretty good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I would love to have you guys come in the studio one day when you have time. Um, just to get more of a visual so people can know who's who and what's what. Um, are there any special shout-outs before you guys exit the line? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, first I want to say that um, we want to talk about our mixtape that had dropped back in June called Reincarnation. Mm-hmm. We'd like everybody to go listen to that. This is E-Man talking now. <laughs> what's up, E-Man? <laughs> and then also... We also have a video dropping Friday. It's called The Purge. It's The Purge. The Purge. Y'all have to tune in for that one. Oh, that sounds interesting. I think I actually... Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch that. Send me the link. I'll definitely... I definitely got you. Take a look at that. But I do want to thank you guys for calling in and, and talking to me. I know it's only a one-hour show. I wish we could talk forever, but, you know, you know, we can't. 
But once again, you guys have been talking with the hot heads. That's E-Man and JoJo, two very talented young men that I've had the pleasure of meeting and vibing with. Um, can't wait to have them in studio. If you guys want to go ahead and uh, intro your song. All right. <laughs> You're now here with E-Man and JoJo. We're about to <laughs> right now. Right now, right, right now. here on Nitty's Knocker. Thanks for calling in, guys. Right now, I can't quit it right now. I'm too busy getting rich. 
rich right now. I'm too busy getting rich right now. Diamonds on my wrist right now. Can't put a right now. Diamonds on my wrist right now. Can't put a right now. Diamonds on my wrist right now. Can't put a right now. I'm too busy getting rich right now. I'm too busy getting rich right now. Shout out to the hotheads for calling in today. Sorry if the call was a little bit distorted or or quiet, but um, it's always good having call-ins. Shouts out to D for always hooking me up with a great call-in. Every single week I got somebody giving me a phone call, and it's all thanks to that man, Prophet Amin Rise, what he goes by on Instagram. Check him out. He's dope. He got the plug. He got the juice. He got the juice. He got the. Like I said, everything is chance related. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't even be trying. Nah, facts. I don't even be trying. I just be living my little life, and then it becomes <laughs> a chance thing. Like, <laughs> it's all love though. Like I just can't get him out of my head. But um, Luna, um, you were originally a part of a group. Um, mm-hmm. had a few name changes. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about that. We went from she to highness. Uh, we were a um, at one point we were a seven piece group, and then we, or maybe eight piece, maybe nine. It was nine. It was nine, and then it uh, became seven, and then it became six, and then it became five. And um, it was all women band: um, drums, keys, guitar, and vocals. Um, Shanae, who we mentioned earlier, she's an awesome producer from Dayton, Ohio. She's also based in Chicago. She paid, she played uh, key bass and keys, so we really didn't have a bass player ever. Um, but most of my growth as a as a musician, as a singer songwriter, happened with those ladies. Um, you guys have definitely had very impactful shows. Made me want to go take voice lessons. <laughs> Once again, I was like, I'm gonna stick to radio. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to what's mine. But um, what happened with the transition from being a part of a group to becoming a solo artist, and how does it make you feel? Um, it was. It's almost like a breakup when you go through a breakup with people that you've grown creative, creative, um, creatively. Um, people that you're you're you grew comfortable or complacent with. Um, creating with I mean it's definitely a process of separating and also being strong on your own you know um you can't you can't second guess yourself at that point you know because it's like this is what you love this is what you do gotta believe in yourself definitely gotta believe in your vision and that doesn't happen overnight you gotta keep pressing so that process, agree. that process was hard. Um, I had already, I'd always written and, and made music on my own, but producing was a whole new thing for me. Like I didn't know software. Um, I started out on Ableton. I actually started out on Fruity Loops. Didn't really like it that much. You better learn. That's the GOAT. So I went to Ableton and I <laughs> self-taught myself everything. I'm still self-teaching myself everything. It's a lot to learn, but... Mm-hmm. I had to trust myself, and I had to trust that time is your greatest currency when you're trying to get better at something and find your find your creative lane. 
Definitely. And you have found it. Um, very talented young woman. Glad to call her a friend. Um, and based on what you were saying about, you know, growing and, and doing what you love and being serious about it, yeah. that pulls me to the quote of the week. It's my own quote. Yeah. New year, same me, bigger dreams. The new year means nothing if you're still in love with your comfort zone. So, we all can pretty much, you know, understand what that means. It's like, it's time to jump. You know, we're all getting to an age. We're almost a quarter of a century old. Some of us are. You know, it sounds old, right, when you say it that way, quarter of a century. <laughs> right, and that put pressure on you, too. Like, let me let me get it together, you know. Definitely feel the pressure. Definitely, and I'm, I say it a lot now. I own it. So now it's like, all right, I'm 25, guys. You know, I got six months till I get there. I'm 25, and I have to jump out of that comfort zone. I had to bring myself into new light, and I think it's good for everybody to be able to bring themselves into that light that's going to take them on the journey for the rest of their lives, you know, because we're definitely at the age where you got to know, you know. You got to know what you want. And it's okay to, to, to have to reach that place, but just be jump out that comfort zone. You gotta gotta let that comfort go because don't you be don't let it go. Take it. Own it. <laughs> own it. Own it. So once again I do want to thank Luna for coming on the show. We're gonna close the show out with uh, a song um called Runaway produced by Shanae Marie. It's Luna's song and Shanae, Shanae produced mostly. it. Oh Shanae mostly sorry. We we share the same middle name so I always call her Shanae Marie. I'm Serenity Marie. It's, yeah same it's, oh, yeah, my bad, girl. It's all love. You should name Mosley when it comes to producing, though. If you need a producer who plays live piano and is really amazing at it and has a beautiful voice as well, reach out to Shanae Mosley. All this music will be on my Nitpicks playlist on SoundCloud. Feel free to subscribe to the playlist or save it or however y'all do that thing. I just add the songs for everybody to enjoy. Um, and I want to thank Steph for coming in as well. Um, all of the links to his stuff will be on my website as well on the blog. I'm going to do a blog post about this week's show because this is the first show into the new year. And I want to make sure that each show gets the light that it deserves and the attention that it deserves with the creative people that come into my space. Mm -hmm. So until next time, peace, love and happiness. The song we are playing now is Runaway by Luna Day, produced by Shanae Mosley, right here on Nitty Snacker. I just, I just wanna 